into episode two of Mothering Anxiety. Oh man, um, I can't even like put into words how exciting um, you know all of the feedback that I've been getting for my first episode is. Um, it truly is just ah, uh, like I I don't even like yeah I don't even have words. Um, but I just wanted to say you know thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Um, Thank you so much for caring. I really hope that everyone can see my vision and where I'm trying to take this. So again, thank you guys. Thank you guys. Oh man, you gave me all like just that that kick and that spark. Like, all right, let's let's do this. We we got this. (laughs) Okay, so episode two. Dealing with anxiety and going to a theme park. I know that I have a lot of uh, Disney peeps out there, um, whether it's Disneyland or Walt Disney World, uh, but I also have just a lot of people that go to you know theme parks um, and deal with anxiety. So uh, here's kind of a little bit of what happened to me. So I shared a little bit on my Instagram about me having a full-blown anxiety attack while I was at Disneyland with Logan one day. So here's kind of how that started. Um... We got to Disneyland, and Logan was just kind of being not her usual self. So she was just a little bit more like cranky, a little bit like tantrumy. Um, and for anyone who's a parent, and for anyone who deals with anxiety, you know that when your kids are not acting how they normally act, it kind of sparks and triggers a little bit of that anxiety. Or at least I know that it does for me. Um, I know that not, you know, kids are not perfect and I know that kids are going to have a mind of their own and you can't really, you know, control the flow that everything goes with. But that day, just specifically, Logan was just kind of not being herself. So I did what, you know, any mom would do. I was like, okay, maybe she's hungry. So I was giving her snacks. We went to go grab some lunch because I arrived around lunchtime um, and it just kind of wasn't helping for her. So I figured, okay, maybe she's just tired. Maybe she didn't not very well on the drive over here. So I'm just going to kind of let her run around, get that energy out so that I can just put her to sleep. So I went to the Grand Californian Hotel and I just let her walk around the lobby. Um, I let her get some wiggles out. We kind of ran around for a little bit. And finally, it was time for her nap. So I put her in her stroller, covered her up, and she fell asleep. She fell asleep actually quite easily. So I went back to Disneyland um, because normally when she naps, that's when I go and I eat my lunch. So at that time, the Sensational Parade was going on. So I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to sit here and watch it for a little bit. So I'm standing in Town Square right by the fire station. Um, you know, they kind of just like curve a rope there so you can be closer to the street. And I'm there and i'm watching the parade all of a sudden i can feel my heart just start beating really 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 fast and then i started to hyperventilate and this like waterfall of tears just like streamed down my face and it was like uncontrollable it was one of those like (gasps) you know sort of deals and i'm just like what the hell is going on so i texted my mom And I was like, mom, I'm having a full-blown anxiety attack right now. And her first thing was like, where's Logan? (laughs) And I'm like, she's asleep. She's in her stroller. She's fine. 
And she was like, okay, uh, you know, go grab some water, go grab something to eat, like just, just relax for a little bit. And then she was like, can you drive home? Um, okay, so here's the deal with driving home. One, don't ever drive home when you're having an anxiety attack. But two, uh, I live about two hours away from Disneyland. So it was about 3.30, 3.45-ish. And I just knew that if I were to hop into my car at that moment, that one, Logan would wake up when I would transfer her from a stroller to the car seat, making her cranky. And two, I would be stuck in major, major traffic going home. So my two-hour car ride would probably be more like a three-and-a-half-hour car drive. And dealing with a cranky baby and dealing with traffic for three-and-a-half hours is not the best thing that I wanted to deal with while I was having this really bad anxiety episode. So I told her, no, like there's no way that I can drive home right now. So she offered to come pick me up when she got off work. Um, but she didn't end up getting there until about like maybe 7.15, 7.30 or so. Um, by then I was a little bit more calm, but I still didn't trust myself enough to drive the two hours home um, because I would just kind of start to remember, you know, me hyperventilating and me crying and it would make me want to start crying again. So I was like, you know what, I would rather you come pick me up than me driving home and then this happening again while I'm in the car and just like not being safe. So now that I can sit back and think a little bit more on, on that day, I can kind of pinpoint a little bit more things that could have triggered that anxiety attack. Um, for starters, I was going to have people over at my house that Sunday. And I know that sounds weird, but um, I'm very particular when it comes to how I clean my house when I'm having people over. My house on a normal basis like, is clean. Are the dishes always done? No. Is the laundry always folded? Also no. Are there toys everywhere? Yeah, probably. But you know, when I have people over, like everything has to be in its place and everything has to be super clean. Like I am cleaning, you know, every little like crevice, every little corner in my house, um, just because I like to have my house like immaculate when I have people over. So I was there on a Friday when this happened. So in the back of my mind, subconsciously, I knew that I only had one day to clean. And that was kind of you know, making me feel uneasy because I'm like, oh, am I going to be able to finish it in one day? And also, I hadn't eaten anything all day. I probably just had a cup of coffee in the morning and I left to go to Disneyland. And I need to eat. Like, I'm always constantly eating um, just because I don't like that feeling of like, that, you know, being hungry and your blood sugar level kind of dropping. So I knew that that was just a bad thing that I did um, and what probably caused that anxiety attack that day. And one thing that I should have known was going to be like a bad day. Um, I am a strong believer in like everything happens for a reason and you know to kind of watch out for the signs. Um, as I was leaving to go to Disneyland, I locked myself out of my house. I, you know, grabbed the bags, I grabbed Logan, I grabbed all of our stuff, but as soon as I shut the door that was locked behind me, I realized that I left my keys to my car inside my house. Um, 
So I kind of had to break into my house, and I'm not going to tell you how, because if anyone out there knows my address, I'm not going to tell you how you can break into my house. Um, but, you know, I broke into my house, I grabbed my keys, and then I left. And at that moment, I should have known, like, hey, this is a sign from the universe, like, don't go, something bad's going to happen. But I didn't take it, and I went to Disneyland anyways. But now that I think about it, like, I should have noticed that sign that something bad was going to happen. After that day, I was terrified to go back um, because it was just like a super uneasy feeling. You know, it had never happened to me before. Have I had anxiety while at Disneyland? Yeah, you know, a little bit. But this, like, anxiety attack was something that I had never experienced while being at Disneyland before and it was just really scary because I was there by myself and I was there with my daughter and I was like what if I I can't get out of this and what if like it just it gets worse like what's going to happen what am I supposed to do you know I even thought about going to the first aid but I'm like well realistically what are they gonna do and then I kept thinking like what if it gets worse and what if I need to go to the hospital and what's gonna happen to Logan who's gonna take her like oh my god and all these thoughts just ran through my head um but luckily it calmed down Uh, I did go and I grabbed some water and I went and I grabbed some food and that kind of helped Um, But just the rest of the day, I was just super uneasy and just kind of super aware of my surroundings. And it was it was not a fun trip for the rest of the day. Well, actually, the whole day just it wasn't a fun trip. So I do have a few things that I kind of avoid when I go to Disneyland um, just to kind of make sure that the anxiety attack doesn't happen again. Um, but just so that I don't feel like anxious throughout the day. And I know that it's kind of inevitable sometimes, like sometimes it's just one of those days where you're just going to feel anxious. Um, but I've noticed that doing these few things or like avoiding these few things have sort of helped me, um, have a, a fun Disneyland day. And this is more towards my AP holders. Um, just kind of the people that can control what days that they're deciding to go. Um, this is just a little bit of, of what I do. So one, I try not to go on a day where it's super busy. So I don't go on the weekends and I try not to go on Mondays or Fridays because Mondays and Fridays tend to be like the busiest days out of the week. Cause it's kind of easy for someone to, you know, get a long weekend from work, not go on a Friday and not going on a Monday. So I tend to only go Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. Those days seem to be, um, you know, the less packed days. Two, I always check the weather. And I know that might sound a little bit weird, but when it's hot, I don't do well. And I know a lot of people don't do well, but for me, when it's hot and I'm like sweaty and sticky and gross, and then dealing with a toddler that's sweaty and sticky and gross, it's just not fun and it totally makes my anxiety levels like skyrocket so i always check to see out of those three days what day is going to be the least warmest day um obviously in the winter it's the opposite i'm trying to go on the day that's going to be the warmest um but that's totally different in the summer i try and avoid to go on the days that it's going to be like excruciating hot okay so number three I make sure that I eat before I go. 
I made that mistake the first time around when I had that anxiety attack of not eating and only eating, sorry, only drinking coffee. So now I make it a point to make sure that I eat before I go. And even if I'm kind of like, you know, rushing in time a little bit, I will pack food so that I can eat it in the car as I'm driving. Like even if it's just like little snacks here and there, um, you want to make sure that you eat. Low blood sugar is not good for anyone who deals with anxiety. Being hungry uh, can quickly turn into being hangry. And we all know that when we're hangry, our minds are super clouded. So make sure that you eat before you go. And that kind of ties into number four, water. Make sure that you stay hydrated. Um, I take, so I have like this mirror water bottle um, that I love and it keeps my water super, super cold. I am a cold water drinker. Like I have to have cold water. I can drink water at room temperature, but I just, I love cold water. So this water bottle helps keep my water super cold. And there are a bunch of refill stations everywhere and you can just kind of refill your water as you go. But you wanna make sure that you stay hydrated. Also, bring your own water because the water at Disneyland is ridiculously expensive. It's like five bucks for a water bottle. That's insane. Like, I'm, I'm not going to spend five dollars. Uh, there have been times where I have forgotten my water bottle and all I have is Logan's little water bottle and I'm not going to drink from hers. So I do end up having to buy water bottles, but then I end up spending like 20 bucks on water. Don't do that. Just, just bring your own water bottle. And last, number five, take breaks. I know that sometimes when we go to Disneyland, we're very like, okay, gotta go here, gotta go there, gotta go here, gotta go there. Um, just remember to take a break because Disneyland, even for adults, can be super overstimulating. So you wanna make sure that you give yourself a break and a rest when you need to. Um, for me, because I have Logan, I like to go to Town Square and just kinda park my stroller somewhere and let her walk around. Town Square is never super packed, so I feel comfortable letting her just kind of roam around. Um, she likes to look at the plants. She likes to look at the flowers. She likes to climb up uh, the stairs to the train station. Also, this is where Mickey and the gang come out, so sometimes we wait for them to come out. Sometimes they're already there, so we'll wait in line to meet them. This definitely helps just kind of calm me down, just like knowing that I'm somewhere where it's not super crazy and chaotic, somewhere where I know that I don't have to be in line. Um, and it helps Logan because it helps just kind of get her wiggles out. So after I kind of let her roam around there, then she's a lot more like prone to being okay to sit in a stroller to go to our next destination. And I do have to say there are so many cast members out on Town Square and let me tell you, they do a marvelous job at keeping my toddler entertained for me. Like, I, I can't even explain um, just like the love that they, they've shown her. And not just, not just Logan, they, you know, Disney magic is spread everywhere. But like these cast members, you don't know how much I appreciate you. If anyone has ever seen me on Town Square, it's because I need a mental break. And these cast members, like you don't know how much you help me when you guys play with Logan for a little bit. I've had 
cast members, you know, crawling on the floor with her playing. I've had them, you know, take her up the railroad um, stairs for me. Um, just kind of walking around with her, going into the stores with her and looking at everything. Like, I mean, obviously I'm right there and I'm, I'm right behind them. But, like, Logan loves it. She loves the attention. She feels so special, you know, when they do this with her. And as a mama, like, it's a great feeling just knowing that, you know, your child is being, like, loved and, and you know, everyone just kind of loves her. So it's great. And it's a great mental break. So any cast member, if you're listening to this, um, I know that I have a few of you that follow me. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for giving this mama a break when I go to Disneyland. And a last bonus tip is going to be to all my mamas out there that take their children to theme parks. Um, Be prepared and pack. (laughs) Um, I always make sure that I pack, you know, extra clothes for her in case she were to like get wet or it's too warm or it's too cold. And I also pack a ton of snacks all the time. So usually I'll bring her some fruit or like a string cheese. Like I have one of those insulated um, lunch pails so that it stays cold and I put an ice pack in there. Um, I bring her juice box, but then I also bring emergency snacks. And what I mean by emergency snacks is the times when your toddlers are about to lose it. (laughs) You give them these emergency snacks. So it's like their favorite things. For Logan, I always have a little pack of Oreos because she loves Oreos. So if we're like in line for something and you can just tell that she's just not having it and she's about to lose it, I'll be like, here, stuff your face with an Oreo. (laughs) And it calms her down. So to my mamas, pack those emergency snacks. Sometimes I don't even use them, but it does help when like you just need to get them to like that next place hand them one of those emergency snacks and I promise you that they'll calm down. Even if it's just for a little bit, but they'll calm down. All right, so let's go ahead and recap a little bit of the five things that I do to make sure that I don't have another anxiety attack while at Disneyland. Uh, One, avoiding those busy days. I know sometimes it's inevitable and you probably have like plans with someone who's not an AP holder or you know you work during the week and that kind of stuff um but just avoiding busy days holidays okay don't ever go on a holiday holidays are just ridiculous so scratch out holidays (laughs) uh two checking the weather try and avoid super hot days um there's always one day out of the week that's not going to be super hot so try and go on that day Um, That at least helps me a lot, and I'm pretty sure it helps a lot of other people too. Uh, Three, eat. Make sure you eat something, and make sure you eat while you're at the parks too. Don't go and wait too long before you actually eat something. Just eat. And there's a ton of snacks everywhere. Go grab a churro. Go grab a Dole Whip. Just make sure that you're always eating. Uh, Four, water. Another very important thing. Make sure that you stay hydrated. I cannot emphasize this enough. And not even when you're going to Disneyland. I'm just going to say that um, anytime, anywhere, make sure that you're hydrated. Um, And five, take a break when you need to. Sit down somewhere where it's nice and quiet. Um, I know that I like to lounge in the hotel sometimes when I need a break. And there's also air conditioned in there. So it feels amazing um, 
just take a break when you need it. And then that special bonus trip for all of my mamas, bring those emergency snacks. Whatever it is that your kids love, just bring a little bit of them with you and just shove it in their faces when you need them to just calm down for a bit. All right, so let's wrap this up. Um, Episode three next week is going to be about anxiety during a pandemic. We are currently in a pandemic. We are still in a pandemic. Um, And I know that I've kind of talked about this a little bit on my blog, but I want to go ahead and emphasize on a few things about dealing with anxiety during a pandemic. Um, I know that I still have a lot of you out there that message me and they're just like, how do you do it? So I'm going to give a little bit of pointers of how I do deal with anxiety during a pandemic. Um, So hopefully that can kind of help you guys out too. Alrighty, everyone. Thank you again for tuning in to episode two of Mothering Anxiety on anxiety in a theme park. I really hope that you kind of grasped a little bit of information uh, for anyone who goes out there to a theme park. So once again, thank you for tuning in and listening. And also don't forget to live your life, love your life, and love your anxiety. Oh, 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 o